Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is your host, Jennifer, and today I am joined by a very special guest. Um, It's Dr. Manish Gosain. Dr. Gosain is a physician that we've been working with um, on the marketing side for several years now and wanted to get him onto the podcast this week. One, because he's very hands-on in his marketing and I think he offers a very unique perspective to our listeners. And two, as you'll find out um, as you listen along, Dr. Dr. Gosain is an independent physician. And so he really brings a um, kind of a different interpretation of some of the biggest challenges facing independent physician practices out there today. Now, Dr. Gosain is a board certified radiation oncologist, and he um, has some particular areas of interest that he specializes in, including prostate cancer, head and neck cancer, and breast cancer. Dr. Gosain is a member of the American Society for Therapeutic Radiology and Oncology, the American Society of Clinical Oncology, the Radiological Society of North America, and the American College of Radiation Oncology. Outside of running a business, um, busy independent practice, Dr. Gosain is an avid tennis player and enjoys playing basketball and golf. So Dr. Gosain, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you don't mind, share a little bit with our listeners about um, who you are and the type of practice that you run on a regular basis. Okay. Um, so we have a uh, radiation oncology practice that opened in 2004. I joined the practice in 2007, we have 20 employees. We have two locations. One is in Orlando and one is in Sanford. Um, uh, my role at the office, um, I'm one of three physicians in the practice, so my primary role is to be a physician and treat the, treat the patients. I'm also managing partner, been with the practice for 12 years, and so I do end up working with uh, marketing, uh, which is where we are today. So um, how did you find yourself kind of into that role where you had to step in to kind of be the, the leader as it relates to marketing practice? Um, I think as physicians, we're not trained in marketing and not very good at marketing. And, um, you know, as, uh, as we had to grow the practice, then there needed to be more of an online presence, and uh, we, we did have a full-time uh, marketing employee who um, started a family, and so then that role, uh, that job was gone, and so it fell upon me to kind of take over that. Okay, and then, um, so tell, tell us a little bit about some of the marketing that you have historically done, whether it's, you know, the online stuff that we're doing now, or um, are you still going out and doing referral visits? And how does that seem to work for you? Uh, We are still doing referral visits, but now we're, um, we've tried 
<clears throat> billboards in the past. We've tried um, commercials um, that weren't as successful. So we tried TV, billboards. We did um, events locally in Sanford and Orlando um, to try to bring physicians together and uh, get our name out there. Um, we've had open houses, which have uh, helped. Um, then, you know, the, the market's changing, so we now work with you, with you with Insight Marketing and improved our social media presence. Now I think we get, uh, when the patients are happy and have good reviews, then you're also helping us put those online in the right places so um, other patients and practices can, can find out about our successes. If you like what you're hearing and need some help marketing your medical practice this year, be sure and check us out at InsightMG.com. That's Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group.com. Don't think you've got a budget for this kind of stuff? Think again. We've got you covered. Make sure you schedule a free consult today. Yeah, and that's it's been it's been positive because we're seeing all the trends like pointing into the right directions. I'm curious, maybe explain for our listeners how you go about the um, the referral relationships and the kind of the ongoing building of those referral relationships, and maybe explain a little bit the dynamics of um, working you know, with large hospital systems in the market as well, and how you kind of navigate that entire process. Yeah, and that's one of the bigger challenges is that we did develop good relationships with independent physicians, other small businesses like ourselves. Uh, we could connect with them. They would uh, send us patients, and we could treat those patients well, and everyone was happy. But with the new market forces, um, the hospital is now – hospital systems are buying up those independent doctors, so – they're now integrated in a in the hospital network, and so that's been a challenge. Would you say that the um, building those referral relationships with the independents is one of your biggest marketing challenges? Um, I think that's our. It's a challenge just because we have to form relationships with other physicians. So um, getting together with those physicians helps, but it's it's often difficult with the busy schedules. Um, so that is a challenge when, especially when the bigger hospitals start employing other physicians, because then we've, that opportunity is, is lost. Absolutely. If you had to pinpoint like one thing that is your biggest marketing challenge, what would you say that is? It is that with the hospitals uh, buying up uh, independent physician practices. Okay. Absolutely. And I think, you know, with your practice also from a marketing standpoint, it can be difficult because a patient has to come to the practice so often. And so we had some really unique challenges of just when, when a patient's undergoing treatment and, and really honing in on those key differentiators. Um, maybe you can explain to the listeners, just kind of um, summarize, you know, what the patient experience might be and how it's different with the radiation oncology practice versus, you know, an orthopedic practice down the street? Yeah, so we really have to, um, the patient may have a breast cancer or a prostate cancer, and so obviously they're overwhelmed when coming in. Uh, there's a team of oncologists, uh, we do radiation oncology, but there's 
medical oncology who gives chemotherapy, but this is different where the patient's coming every single day, Monday through Friday. So we have to, um, they have busy schedules. So, so one of the things we, we have to do is accommodate the patient and in their schedule. So if they're coming every day, we can't have them waiting an hour and we have to be respectful of their time and treat them well. And they connect with our entire staff. It's not just the physicians, but it's the um, it's the therapists and, and, and physicists. So they're meeting, they're meeting everyone. So they're, uh, so that's unique in terms of, um, say an orthopedic practice where they might come, um, you know, much less frequently with, with an injury or, or whatnot. Absolutely. And I think that's part of the reason that we've leaned so heavily into, um, patient reviews online and including the staff in those reviews. And then just, trying to get more of those positive stories to put out there because that is ultimately, um, you know, the cleanliness and the, the ease of use and the ease of conversation that all plays into when somebody has to come multiple times or more than multiple, lots of times for treatment. Um, so you mentioned staff, you said you have about 20 employees now. Yeah. The 20 employees, how often are you seeing staff turn turnover? Um, we're getting, you know, much better. I think that uh, just inherent, um, I think we're getting them en- engaged more. And, um, of course, they want to, they're very happy to treat the patients. There's a big, there's a, there's a positive feeling when you can help uh, someone with cancer. So, so people like that and they want to stay. But I think the creating a positive experience at work, we're, our turnover is, um, significantly less as we can focus on patient care um, instead of, um, you know, the other difficulties of a small business. Hey there. Replacing an employee can be expensive. Upward of 50% of that employee's annual salary. Did you know that only 33% of your employees are actually engaged at work? Well, what if you could invest in engaging and training your employees for as little as $8 per month? with training that's specific to the challenges you face in your medical practice, like customer service, patient experience, communicating across generations, just to name a few. Well, visit us at insightmg.com to find out more about how our employee engagement and training platform can help you strengthen employee retention, develop patient service mindsets, and give you peace of mind when it comes time for annual reviews all without creating any additional work for you, and it's only eight bucks a month. So check us out at Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group.com. We'll be waiting for you. Absolutely. Are you, um, do you find that you're having a hard time recruiting employees at this point? Uh, no, I think um, we've, it helped to, Get, help us get focused. So we're focusing more on the patient care and treating the patients. And we've had people who are specialized who now do the billing and your group is very good at the marketing. So we can um, focus our attention more on the patients. So when we treat patients, then we're not having as much difficulty retaining staff. So um if you could offer just maybe one tip, you know, one or two tips to 
a practice administrator or a physician out there that's starting a similar practice from the ground floor, um, you know, and when it comes to marketing or engaging their employees, what would be those one or two tips that, that you would want to make sure that they have um, when they go to start the practice? Um, well, I think referral relationships are important, so you have to maintain those, um, continue to treat the patients well and connect with your referring physicians. I think a partner like Insight Marketing is, is helpful because as the environment changes, um, your team can keep up with that because you're experts at that as opposed to us who are you're better at treating the patients. Uh, you're great, Dr. Gosain. I didn't expect you to give us a bunch of kudos. I was just really wanting to hear your perspective on um, marketing for a radiation oncology practice, but I do appreciate it very much. <laughs> uh, no problem. Um, it has helped. I, it was, uh, you know, a challenge to think of the mistakes I made in the past and how to give that to other listeners. But I think we're very, a very small practice, unique. I don't know if there's many out there like us. I don't know if there's anyone out there like us, so I don't know if anyone can will benefit by what we learned. Yeah, I think we. I realized that going our marketing person going to the offices was probably showing diminishing returns, and so because um, they're not connecting with the physicians, or connecting with um, staff members. Of and, course. Uh, and that that it didn't turn out to be as. Uh, I think the direction is probably the online, so that's why I thought we needed to put more emphasis on good patient's experiences, take a video, take a picture, and start posting those online, because otherwise the, the material Danielle had was more, not as personal. Just no, that's, and that's the way, exactly, and you have to, we have to be more personal now, so if you guys get a patient that's willing to go on video to do a testimonial, you call us immediately because we're right down the street and we'll pop over. Like we need to get more of those because that's where it's at. Yeah, and we can probably, because they're coming every day, they'll know the people that are, um, who won't mind being on there and they'll, you'll know two weeks in advance before they finish. Absolutely. So, uh, so I think it's just a matter of the, getting the communication to you guys at the right time. So a couple of things that Dr. Gosain mentioned that I think are worthy of unpacking. One is that he's an independent physician and he's constantly trying to compete with the hospitals and hospital-run practices. And two, he has, um, in order to differentiate himself, he has started to lean into sharing his patient stories and he realizes from a um, from a marketing perspective and a social media perspective that it's time that his team get a little more engaged and that through that engagement we will go ahead and grow the practice together so a lot of our listeners out there are also independent physicians and independent physician groups and so we hear it all the time you know i'm an independent physician and it's very difficult to compete with the hospitals so let me tell you how we have done it with dr gosain's group and we do this with a lot of the groups that we work with and it has proven effective 
And here's the thing. The hospitals, you're never going to compete with them dollar for dollar. There's just no way that you're ever going to want to spend the kind of dollars that the hospitals are capable of spending. And you'll never be able to match them from a marketing perspective. So a couple of things that I would suggest to our listeners out there. One is if you can get a copy of whatever the editorial calendar or the kind of media planning calendar for the hospital groups um, or hospital systems are for your particular area. So for example, let's say that the hospitals are looking at third quarter of this year, really making a push for head and neck cancer awareness. If you know that this is going to happen, and a lot of times you have call with these with these groups, so you just have to ask what they're what they're planning for the year ahead. So let's say it's head and neck cancer awareness, and you know that they're going to focus on that come September. And here I'm recording this in early June. So if you know this, then go ahead and look at your content calendar for July and August, and you lean heavily into head and neck cancer awareness. You create videos for head and neck cancer. You maybe make a couple blog posts for head and neck cancer. You get some photos um, in your office celebrating or you know bringing um, awareness to head and neck cancer awareness month. And if you do this, let's say 60 to 90 days in advance of the hospitals, then when the hospitals put the dollars behind the head and neck cancer awareness come September, you are most likely going to show up in all of the organic search listings alongside the hospital's paid search listings. We've had great success in this, not just with Dr. Gosain's practice, but with practices um, for Colon Cancer Awareness Month, Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Month, um, Athletic Trainer um, Awareness Month, things of that nature. So we know that the hospitals are focused in cert- on certain service lines, and they're going to focus in certain times of the year. So if you can get in front of that and focus on those service lines, their rising tide will float your boat as well. So that's one thing that you can do um, to kind of compete a little bit with the hospital systems and the marketing giants that they've got there. Another is we always advise practices um, where it makes sense, but Dr. Gosain's practice um, specifically, we advised him to lean into this whole, you know, I'm an independent physician group. Because a lot of times consumers or potential patients don't understand the difference between independent physicians and large hospital-owned physician groups. Not that there's anything wrong with a large hospital-owned physician group, but there's just something about um, supporting a small business or an entrepreneur. And sometimes we, we lose sight of that when we're trying to choose our care. And so for Dr. Gosain's group, we have really leaned heavily into that messaging. We have videos of the physicians talking about the, um, their choice to remain independent. And we've used it um, on the website. We use it in all of our articles that we write for them. And we use it on all the videos and in social media. So we're constantly reinforcing this idea that they're an independent physician group. And really we're doing this because um, a lot of times, you know, somebody gets diagnosed with something, um, God forbid, they get diagnosed with cancer and immediately think you have to go to where you're told to go. And, you know, once you understand that you have a choice and you don't have to stay with that particular referral that you received or stay within the hospital system, the very first thing that you're often going to do is you're going to go online, you're going to do a quick search. And we've made sure that Dr. Gosain's group shows up as an independent physician group when people are taking a look. Dr. Gosain touched on it really briefly, but when it comes to radiation oncology, the type of radiation that his practice um, administers, 
as a patient, you have to go there 21 days in a row. So, you know, they've got patients that are coming every single day. They might just be there for 30 minutes on their way to work or a caregiver is driving them. And, you know, when you're, when you're at the hospital, they may not tell you you have to come 21 days in a row or that, you know, you can choose who your own physician is. So we've leaned heavily into this concept of one, that they're independent. And two, we've identified what those potential hurdles or challenges or questions that potential patients might have. And we've made sure that we're available with the right answers when it comes to search. So those are just a couple of things that you can do if you're an independent practice and you're trying to compete with a large hospital system practice. Um, A couple of things that you can do to really take advantage of what's available to you out there. And another thing Dr. Gosain talked about um, maybe you picked up on it, but the whole idea that we're doing social media for his practice, but we have to engage somebody in the practice to really help us be in social media. And what I mean by that is we put out a lot of what's referred to as evergreen content, which is um, stuff that can be recycled. The leaves don't fall off that tree. We know it's going to be good whether it's December or whether it's June. And this way, at least his practice has a steady flow of content on a social media standpoint. But we have somebody in the practice now that we're working with to help us identify patients that are willing to take photos after their treatment closes, maybe the ringing of the of, of the bell after the last day of their 21 days of treatment, maybe even a patient who's willing to tell their story on video. That is the biggest differentiator. And if you can use your, lean into your patient's stories to tell your stories of why you're different than the practice down the street, Nobody else can duplicate your patient stories. That patient is your patient, and they're going to tell it from their words, from their mouth, and that is what is going to resonate. So two things you can think about if you are an independent physician group trying to compete with those big hospital systems out there. One, lean into those patient stories as heavy as you can, and two, tell the world that you're an independent physician. So hopefully you've taken something from this that is valuable to your practice. Let me know. Um, You can hit us up on um, insightmg.com or feel free to shoot me an email at jennifer at insightmg.com if there is a topic that you want us to cover. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, I'm Jennifer and this is the Doctor Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.